Welcome to a brand new episode on the podcast Journeying with Jesus. Today we're going to be talking about seeing Jesus in the scriptures. To discuss this topic, we have my dear friend Tyron, who some of you may remember from a previous episode. Welcome Tyron. Uh thank you. Nice to be back. Yes, <laughs> nice to have you. Um so just to set the context, um the bible right from genesis all the way till revelation is essentially about jesus of course we see him in the four gospels right it's pretty evident but we can see him in places that might not necessarily refer to him um and i think it's important to get into the habit of finding jesus in all scripture um when we take a step back and analyze say a passage or a story in the bible we can see jesus or at least his character revealed through some of these people so that's what we're going to be looking at um to start off um i'd like to ask you tyron how important do you think is it um to seek jesus when we're reading through the bible um i think it is a very important in fact um the bible itself on many occasions mm-hmm. um i'm just going to point out two Jesus in speaking to those to his listeners to his followers he pointed out um that uh, particularly in the book of St John chapter 5 and mm-hmm. speaking to his audience he said that uh, he told them to search the scriptures for and if you mm-hmm. think you have eternal life right. and these are they which testify of me Mm-hmm. and in another account in the book of Luke chapter 24 after he was risen mm-hmm. um he was talking to two individuals who were going on the Emmaus uh to a village um on the Emmaus road and he was uh, surprised that they were not believing what they were seeing mm-hmm. and what they were hearing and he mm-hmm. says to them that uh why are you why are you people so slow why don't you just believe if all that is happening has been spoken by the prophets mm-hmm. and then he said to the, uh he began to uh, present to them to explain to them mm-hmm. the things concerning himself beginning at Moses and all of the prophets which right. in his day that was basically the entire bible Mm-hmm. So even in scripture we see Jesus making that very uh clear mm-hmm. um to search the scriptures and seek for him because everything that is written is written about him. And so he yeah. is enter the cornerstone of the whole scriptures and he is the the glue that holds everything together so I think it's very important for us to look at that. Otherwise we would see as some have in in the past and still continue to this very day to see a disconnect between mm-hmm. the old testament and the new testament and mm-hmm. there seems to be like a different god or something mm-hmm. but in mm-hmm. reality uh, it is not if mm-hmm. you think for jesus and i think it's important because i was listening to something yesterday and mm-hmm. a sermon and the pastor said a very short phrase but a very profound one if you think about it he said we see only what we look for or what right. we look at so mm-hmm. if you're just reading and not looking for something specific you're not going to mm-hmm. see it 
only see it if you look for it. So I think it wow. is very important. Yes. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And also, um, I like that you pointed out how uh, it's not just the New Testament that uh, talks about Jesus, but also the Old, because um, a lot of people are almost scared of reading the Old Testament because they they feel like everything about Jesus is just in the in the New Testament. So, um, yes, it is important to, f- uh, to find him uh, in the Old Testament as well, because he is very much there. And uh, that's why the passage we picked um, to sort of like set a demonstration uh, to find Jesus is the passage of the creation uh, story, which is in the in the Old Testament. And um, um, just just to see how we can, you know, get into this habit of um, finding Jesus um, in what we're reading. And um, the Lord said, you will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart Absolutely. so like the quote that you were mentioning you will find what you're seeking right so it, the Lord has promised that if you search for me with all your heart you will find me and so many of those findings can be found in the Old Testament and uh, uh, most people don't realize but a lot of the texts in the New Testament are basically uh, repeated from the Old Testament most right. of these people were referring to things that uh, some of the prophets uh, for example spoke uh, in the Old Testament so it's it's really not a disconnect when you look at the Old and the New Testament it's really t- talking about the same God so um, of course there's this whole uh, difference in culture and all of that but, but the Lord that we're talking about remains the same because he's the same yesterday today and forever so yes, um, shall we get into the creation story and see how we can find Jesus in the creation story? Of course, absolutely. So, um, so all of us, most of us know the creation story. Um, if we don't, then it's found in the very first chapter of the Bible, um, yes. in the book of Genesis. Um, yeah, would you like to start? Um, where have you found Jesus in the creation story, Tyrant? Um... Uh, right at the very beginning, the mm-hmm. very first verse we have in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very straightforward. We see mm-hmm. uh, a God who creates, and the word here, create, which in mm-hmm. the uh, original language is bara, actually means mm-hmm. not just to say, bring something into creation, but also to give it order, a proper order, and give it function. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right then we see uh, a God who creates um, mm-hmm. everything from nothing. And mm-hmm. if we are good Bible students of the New Testament, we know mm-hmm. uh, Paul in the book of Colossians, he gave us quite the explanation of mm-hmm. Jesus' act as the creator of all things and how everything that is made mm-hmm. um, was created through him and for him. So. Yes. From the very beginning, we have a clear demonstration of who is being uh, referenced here when it says God yes. created the heavens and the earth. Yes. Also, uh, I think um, another place in the same verse where we could find Jesus is in the word beginning. Because Absolutely. in Revelation, he's referred to as the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Absolutely. So just in one verse, we found Jesus twice. <laughs> Isn't that and- amazing? 
Absolutely. And not just that, um, even in that the beginning as well, we find it mm-hmm. in the uh, St. John chapter 1 as well, where yes. he once again yes. reminds us, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so that so that there be no uh, a confusion whatsoever. Right Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That this is Jesus in the very beginning of everything. Right. Um, okay. Where else do you see Jesus? Um, we also see uh, a forgot what this word is but in the following verses where it says that God said let there be light mm-hmm. and there was light um, we know that light is a mm-hmm. metaphor for Jesus mm-hmm. he is the light of the world and John also explains to us um, mm-hmm. how this how this uh, works and how that light came into the world and mm-hmm. because of it darkness it was expelled was separate there was a separation between mm-hmm. um, light and darkness and this is so much it's so Jesus is, is, is embedded in all of this because the light and darkness metaphor is actually mm-hmm. represents the condition of the world when Jesus came into it mm-hmm. um, there was dark there was darkness everywhere and he came as a light to expound that darkness and since then there has mm-hmm. been a clear separation between in light and darkness so there again we see him um, Mm -hmm. in uh, not explicitly but implicitly in this creation account Mm -hmm. I think we can also see him explicitly because um, for example Psalm Psalm 27 1 says the Lord is my light and my salvation so you know that he is uh, the light and um, maybe in Psalm 119 uh, I think um, was 105 it says thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and yes. the, the Lord Jesus is also referred to as the word because the, the reference that you were giving us earlier which is John 1 1 is in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God referring to Jesus so it's all inter interconnected so that's how he he asks us to study the word of god isn't it he says here a little there a little you look you make the connections so um i think when you study the word of god or even if you're just reading i think we have to get into this habit of of course getting involved in the stories getting involved in the details of the stories but also to be able to step back and look at it as a whole to look at it as okay so what is this telling me so for example if you're looking at let's say the story of Joseph. Joseph, of course, it's yes. important to understand the details and all of those things because you can um, you can find so many parallels to um, so many characters in the Bible um, when you compare them with Jesus. So you'll see so many characteristics characteristics of Jesus in Joseph, isn't it? So it's important to know the details, of course, but also to you know step back and look at the story as a whole. Okay, what is this story telling me? What is the Lord trying to tell me? through this story you know so I think it's important to have that like a bird's eye view um, over everything we read get into the details but also step back and see what what's the connection so okay what what's the book of Genesis all about for example or what's the book of Exodus all about you know to have that bird's eye view so then you're able to see Jesus so much more not just in the details but also you know holistically as a um, in the big picture Um, 
also um something else um that i found was when god created adam when he created man he says in um genesis 126 he, he he created man in his own image right so um even apart from the fact that he was created a certain way physically he was made to reflect the character of jesus isn't it which we lost when sin entered the world and that's what the lord is trying to restore through the whole plan of salvation isn't it so he wants us to be more like jesus reflect the character of jesus Ab- he abiding in us and we bearing the fruit absolutely so absolutely so i think we see jesus even there cuz when he created and created us in his image he was really referring to being created and being made like jesus yes and in the sense that we could it reflect um the character uh, of jesus when he says created in the image of god as well mhm did you find jesus anywhere else in the creation story um Yeah, I think there's an interesting uh, parallel here with the uh fruits when it says that God created mm-hmm. the the trees and the fruits and bearing mm-hmm. fruit with its seed in it according to its kind. Um mm-hmm. here we have an interesting Jesus also uses this in his parable as to he is the vine, we are the branches mm-hmm. and every fruit every tree bears fruit according mm-hmm. to its kind so if we are mm-hmm. partake we are part of the true vine which is Jesus then we will bear fruit mm-hmm. according to uh the the character of Jesus so e- here mm-hmm. in this i also see a, a manifestation mm-hmm. of Jesus as the true vine right to which we are all uh, joined Mhm. Also um I'd like to add something to that to the very same verse which is verse 11 that you're talking about from chapter 1. Um now uh, another parallel that I see in this um text is that it was it, it happened on the third day. So it's it's a parallel of how Jesus was resurrected on the third day and he is called the first fruit. Absolutely. Isn't yes. it? He was the first fruit. Yes. So he came forth which is he was resurrected on the third day. So also there are of course there are other parallels like uh, what happened with Jonah or Abraham etc but yeah but that's something else that uh, we see in connection to Jesus finding Jesus in um, the scripture yeah i mean so far i guess it is important for us to <clears throat> to notice that nothing that god has given in his word is just random it's not just there because mm-hmm. it sounds nice or i don't know it was you know just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just put there just two but there it is mm-hmm. um it is a put there with a purpose and mm-hmm. a a function so that seeking that searching in looking mm-hmm. for uh Jesus in his word is uh very important mm-hmm. yes and that's that is so beautiful about him because Uh, first of all he's the only one who can be that specific <laughs> because um in many ways especially in today's culture um people are pretty random right you you randomly want to do something or you randomly want to say something god is anything but random he is so specific in the things he does even in his word um 
he he writes something he says something from it but he's also saying something else from it uh, exactly. so it's it's so beautiful to find these these sort of these layers um in the word of god and um, and it's it's also very beautiful that only the ones who are seeking him with all with all their heart is able to sort of dig deeper because if you're just a surface reader if you're just reading for the sake of it if you're reading it because you want to sort of um you know check this box yes. you know to say that okay i'm a christian so i'm supposed to read the word of god so if you're doing it like a task then i don't think you're going to get anywhere you're just going to remain on the surface um, and there's a there's a much much more um beautiful and deeper depth to it it's like it's like an ocean um in one of the analogies i've done in the past i've spoken about the word of god being like an ocean if you're standing outside and looking at it it is beautiful Absolutely. but there's a whole another world inside yes. if you get in yes, you know and so it's beautiful absolutely and uh i had a thought i was going ah the thing one of the things that i keep saying to myself about the word of god mm-hmm. and i tell others whenever i get the opportunity to share it is the bible the answers to a lot to most to all life's questions are there mm-hmm. well, to most of them mm-hmm. <laughs> there are some that <laughs> well yeah there will be for later but mm-hmm. the answers to the questions that we have are quite simple mm-hmm. the answer is simple mm-hmm. but the implications mm-hmm. of that answer are very profound mm-hmm. so that's why mm-hmm. a, a seeking looking for is important because mm-hmm. you're not going to get it if you just as you said just uh, at face value just look at it um which is with something that is so common today which is skim and scan just skim and scan mm-hmm. through and you don't really pause you don't meditate <clears throat> on what it's being mm-hmm. said and the implications of what is being said mm-hmm. so something as simple as yeah. a the the um, centurion and his family in the book of acts when paul um, and peter mm-hmm. acts what mm-hmm. must i do to be saved they told him believe and be baptized that's very simple very mm-hmm. you know the answer is very simple but if you when you yeah. s- meditate on the implications of what that means mm-hmm. then you see that it is very profound even though yeah. it's um it is said very simply So that is so that should help us to approach the Bible not with a let's read the Bible mentality but let's study mm-hmm. the Bible because it is it mm-hmm. does require uh more than just a reading of it. Mm-hmm. Also um something very interesting uh, I find is how everything about God um that we know that we uh, w- whether it's the relationship we have with him or um whether we're worshiping him or any of these things everything is so intangible and the only tangible thing we have is the word of god right that's the only tangible thing we have in connection to the lord so that's where all the treasures are i mean everything you want to know about god everything you want to know about the life of jesus his character his nature and what he expects out of us and how are we um, you know called his children any anything to do with that aspect is in the word of god so that's really our only source you know you don't need anything else you don't need um, you know externals 
study books even if you look at it that way because everything is in the word of god and the lord says um when jesus was um going back to heaven after the sacrifice and after he was resurrected he said i'm going but i'm sending you another helper and um in john we see he says the holy spirit will teach you all things so it's really him who's teaching us everything from the word of god and uh, and i and i like the point you made that everything we need in this life god has already written it in the word in, in his word you know and it's not just about um being a christian well being a, being a christian is much more than a religion because christianity is a lifestyle it's not just about being a religion something you do once a week but it's really a lifestyle so everything you need to know to live in this world this temporary life that we live say 80 years 90 100 whatever it's it's all in the bible even even when it comes to what what you should eat how how should you maintain hygiene all of these things are in the bible so how is supposed to handle relationships everything is in the bible so um it's really a life guide book absolutely in fact i'm not sure who came up with this um acronym for uh, the word bible but it is a pretty good uh it's a pretty good one which is basic instructions mm-hmm. before leaving earth i don't know who came up with mm-hmm. that but that's a very oh, yes. good uh, a acronym for the word bible I was mm-hmm. thinking about that no longer than yesterday. And mm-hmm. as as I uh, as you mentioned, um mm-hmm. we we tend to look for things uh, and answers mm-hmm. to questions that are not essential. Yes, there may be important mm-hmm. questions, there may be some thoughtful questions, but they're not essential to to mm-hmm. the life uh that we live now. and mm-hmm. we you know read other books or we um other study books or other books written by somebody else, which are which eh, those people are um what they're maybe saying is true and you know maybe encouraging and what not but i mm-hmm. as i was uh, talking to my friends yesterday i told them that ultimately there's no way for mm-hmm. us to avoid a dedicated study to the word itself um i mentioned to them mm-hmm. several instances where well the whole life of jesus is peppered with uh instances where people would ask him questions about a number of things and his answer to them mm-hmm. would be study the word it's there go mm-hmm. back to the word yes. don't stop looking mm-hmm. for stop looking outside the window or outside the house it's right there get into the word and i mean he couldn't mm-hmm. make it more cleaner when he said to them and sent john uh that if we abide in him and he abides in us and we abide in him if his word mm-hmm. abides in us so in us mm-hmm. you can s- you can study all the you can study nature you can study um science you can study you know all the different fields and and which are great and and they provide us with a, a mm-hmm. some knowledge about uh, god because it says in his word that mm-hmm. the invisible attributes of him are clearly seen in the things that are made so you know there is mm-hmm. some knowledge of god in the mm-hmm. nature and in the world which he have made and a lot of people 
Uh, you will find it if you search, as I said before. If you're looking for it, you will find it. Mm-hmm. But that knowledge, yes. as I was thinking about it yesterday, that knowledge is not a relational knowledge of how to relate to him, but rather mm-hmm. this is who he is. This is the world mm-hmm. that he made. And this is some mm-hmm. of his characteristics. He is omnipotent. He is all-wise, all-knowing. Etc. And that's the knowledge that we acquire from the things that are made. But the knowledge of how to uh, come into a relationship with him and how to uh, get on that journey with him, we don't mm-hmm. we don't find that in nature. It's not there. Mm-hmm. We have to come back to the word right. which he has left for us because I mean he came mm-hmm. to earth became the word itself he is the word and demonstrated mm-hmm. to us how is it that we reestablish that broken relationship and so mm-hmm. there's no way for us to escape this, this uh, continual study of the word of God there's just mm-hmm. no way mm-hmm. yes and um, of course the um, most important thing is that that's how you're going to build a relationship with the Lord, isn't it? It's not some um, something hazy and something you just sit and meditate upon and suddenly you have this revelation. No, you go to the scriptures, read about him and then pray to him, speak to him, speak back his word to him. You know, that's how you build a relationship with the Lord. It's not, you know, coming out of nowhere really like uh, some people like us to want us to believe. Um, okay, before we finish, I'd like us to do maybe one more um, you know, uh, do you, do you have anything? Um, well, it's um, I think this one this one a lot of people are familiar with because it's it's kind of um, easy to get it to get it right. I don't know how you could get it wrong. In verse twenty six, when mm-hmm. said, then God said, "Let mm-hmm. us make man." Mm-hmm. So, right. Immediately, you're like, okay, wait. So he says. Uh, yeah, someone else. someone else. And then at the beginning mm-hmm. of the <laughs> of the chapter, we have the spirit of the Lord hovered above the waters. Mm-hmm. And so you know, you start mm-hmm. to think, okay, so there's <laughs> there's definitely more than one um, here. Mm-hmm. So this is another um, mm-hmm. way in which uh, we see Jesus in this, you know, mm-hmm. the unified Trinity in the work of creation. Mm-hmm. Um, and how he right. cre- and in the creation of man, of course, this is very, um, very comforting and very profound in knowing that Christ was uh, actively mm-hmm. engaged, actively involved in our creation. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, one last one that I'd like yes. to point out, um, which I found was very beautiful, is when he ended. Every- the the whole creation process what what did he do um so he had six days right he did he did all of these things uh, you know throughout uh, through a span of six days so he could have just said okay this is it so a week will have six days in it but no he added another day to the week and he said he rested on that day and that was the day of the sabbath and um, in matthew 12 8 we see that jesus is the lord of the sabbath so that is the day when you essentially spend your time, your, your entire day, sundown to sundown, with the Lord Jesus. 
because it's all about him he says six days you shall do your labor if you read the fourth commandment um in exodus 20 you see he talks about you doing everything else you have to do in this world uh, whether it's a job or uh, your chores at home and all of these things you have six days to do it but that one extra day which is the seventh day which he blessed and he sanctified the day he said you spend yes. it with me so again the the sabbath day is the day of the lord and jesus is the lord of the sabbath isn't that Absolutely. so beautiful in fact it is that that reset so, button so to speak where you mm-hmm, completely mm-hmm. um sh- shut yourself off from the world and everything and completely mm-hmm, spend it in mm-hmm. uh relationship with god which is very very mm-hmm. necessary in this day and age so yes yes it's a very beautiful yes um thing and um basically see the purpose of this particular episode is for people to get uh, to get to be more interested when they read the scriptures don't do it like a task don't do it like oh i have to do this now so let, let me just sit with it and you know uh, maybe i have a target i'm supposed to read two chapters so let me just you know sort of get over with it instead of looking at it like that let's look at it the way we're trying to sort of uh, you know go through the creation story like we did today look for jesus look for jesus in the scriptures it's all about him anyway right from the the book of genesis all the way to the book of revelation it's all about jesus so um yeah the 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 main intention of this particular episode is about is to get people um to be more encouraged when they read the scriptures to look at it as uh, almost like a challenge can you find jesus right. in the scriptures and uh, ultimately it's all about finding jesus isn't yes. it so uh you'll be heading the right direction anyway so um are there any closing thoughts that uh, you'd like to share before we close um i would just like to say that the word of god is alive mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. um it continues to transform you transform your thinking amen as you continue mm-hmm. to uh study it and to seek to see Jesus and I would just like to mm-hmm. um quote the uh the scripture in Corinthians where it says that where Paul is speaking about the resurrection and uh, I think that's 1 Corinthians chapter 15 if I'm not mistaken he says as we behold mm-hmm. Christ we are being transformed mm-hmm. by beholding him so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we continue uh, with an honest heart as the uh, description Jeremiah says you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart if we do that in our and what we are looking for is to see Jesus then we will mm-hmm. be transformed by continually beholding yes. the one who died for us mm-hmm. and today is a very good day to start it is the day of of his mm-hmm. resurrection and uh, the hope has mm-hmm. been assured to each one of us so uh, it is mm-hmm. it is a good uh, it is a good day to start and i would encourage people to do that because ultimately uh, everything that scripture has to say mm-hmm. is about jesus mm-hmm. and his work and what he wants 
uh, to do and will do for us. So that is important, and even more so in this day, in this um, time in history, in which we are, which we are in, where it's very easy to get distracted with a lot of, you know, a lot of the events that are going on, and we begin to try and and piece things together. Like, okay, how does this fit into the what, you know, and this and that. so we active with those things rather than focus on Jesus and my final thought would be we know that at the end of this age as Revelation was for that there will be a great deception and there will be a certain someone you know who the Antichrist who's coming in a way to deceive the world and to act as if he was the savior of the world and if we are not mm-hmm. beholding thus the savior of the world, which is Jesus Christ, then it's very easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are very likely to to fall for the deception because uh, unfortunately people today are not, we're not studying uh, the Bible. And so we listen mm-hmm. to whatever the celebrity has to say because for some reason they are now very important. What they say is important, I don't know. So they're not. We're not reading. Mm-hmm. We're not studying God's word, uh, and we're not studying Jesus and learning about Jesus from the source that He told us we should. And so, uh, people have a lot of ideas about Jesus now, and they depend mm-hmm. on what other people have to say rather than studying themselves. And so, it is very easy for them to be. Um, mm-hmm. Deceive if someone actually appears with the power to solve all the problems in the world uh, and to somehow save it from mm-hmm. disaster. Yeah, that's that may be very appealing to those yes. who have put their faith in someone else rather than in Jesus Himself. Yes, and uh, we're told that this is going to happen. It is. It is. It has been written to us as a warning that um, you know. Um, Satan's going to impersonate Jesus and uh, a lot of people are going to fall for it. Um, They're going to believe that this is the Jesus of the Bible. But if you know Jesus for yourself, um, it's so much harder for the enemy to deceive you. Um, The Bible also says, my sheep shall hear my voice. So we have to learn to hear God's voice. And again, uh, I like to clarify, I'm not talking about a physical audible voice, but the voice in your head that the way the Lord speaks to you to identify his voice. To know that you know to um, well maybe I'm entering into an all an, another subject yes. altogether because uh, learning to hear the voice of God is a subject and it's on its own maybe we'll do one of um, the episodes um, dedicated sure. to that particular topic but yes what we'd like to focus on today is um, about finding Jesus about building that relationship with him because it's really all about him and uh, yeah, it, it has been um, such a blessing to have this conversation, Tyron. Thank you for joining us. Would you like to close with a Sure, thank you for uh, the invite. It's always a pleasure. So let's, uh, let's mm-hmm. pray. Lord, Eternal okay. Father, we thank you for your blessings. Thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, which moves in us and moves us to you in a closer relationship. Thank you, Lord, for the riches and the treasures in scripture which you have laid there for us and for those who earnestly seek to see you 
uh, as you said, they will find you when we seek for you with all of their hearts. We thank you for this session this morning. Mm-hmm. We pray that they, uh, what we have discussed may speak to some heart and that we may be encouraged and drawn to mm-hmm. a closer relationship with you. Uh, we pray a special blessing on this, what we do, and may it be for thy honor and for thy glory. Uh, continue to bless us, continue to inspire us, and be with us now and always. And may we earnestly seek to know more and more about you and to hear your voice as we draw closer and closer to the time of the end. So we ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Tyron. Um, Until the next episode we do together, you have a good time.